Okay, we want to begin. Tonight is um, Sunday night, the 8th of March. And um, we want to begin, like we said, we always try and begin by doing, uh, starting with what we did last time and reviewing for a moment and then uh, going on to the new stuff. Okay? So what we'd like to do now is, if we could put away all the word sheets and so on, let's just face the Gemara alone. And we're going to try and read it straight from the Gemara, as best as we can. Okay? Um, and we're going to start from the beginning of the Mishnah. Uh, usually, like when we begin the Gemara and so on, it's not always cumulative. We don't always go back to the beginning. But if it's a Mishnah, which is an entity unto itself, so usually we like to try and review the whole Mishnah from the beginning till we get through the whole thing. Okay? So we're going to do that right now. Okay? So uh, let's take a look at the Mishnah and let's begin. Um... Okay, Rich. Elu, these mitziot, finesar, shalom, his. Elu, and these, chayav, he is obligated, lahachriz, to announce. Okay, terrific. Okay, uh, just explain briefly what you just read there. Go ahead, Rich. Uh, well, uh, the, 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 these finds are his, distinguishing it from these fines, other fines which he is obligated to announce. Okay, good, good. So in other words, when it comes to the, the mitzvah, the command of returning lost objects, right? So sometimes the ruling will be that you can keep them. And sometimes the ruling is that you must try and return them. Okay? That's the overall introductory sentence that, that tells us what's to come. And then as is typical of Mishnayis in many, many places, then the Mishnah kicks in giving the details, you know, first I'll give just a generalization, that's what we're looking at now, like Roman numeral 1 and 2, and then I'll go through all the details, okay? Alright, so we're, uh, that's what we're about to see right now, okay? Very, very good, let's continue uh, right from there. Um, Rafael? Elo, Mitzios. Well, let's read and translate each word. Elo. These are Mitzias fines. These fines These are fines are Mitzias uh, fines Shalom his which that are his Matza uh, he found Peirot fruits Mefuzarin which were which which scattered ones Maot money Mefuzarot scattered ones. Carry hus, um, small bundles of wheat, of wheat, bershus harabim, uh, in the public the public place. U, u, ve, ve, u, ve, igulei. Okay, good. And round cakes. Of? Of, round cakes of devela, uh, pressed Pressed figs, kikaros, kikaros shell. What kikaros? Kikaros, loaves, 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 shell, ne shell. What shell? That belong of of loaves of ne nachtom nachtom. Of the baker. A baker, okay. Loaves of a baker, okay, good. All right. 
All right, so those are the, uh, the words that we've, uh, we've uh, started with so far. Now, as we mentioned, and as you remember by seeing the words that are brought down on the sheet, uh, we want to uh, continue on with the words until we finish the end of the step, which uh, hopefully we'll do soon. And then we'll go into the comprehension, okay? All right, very, very good. So let's take out the, the word sheet, side number two. And what we just read so beautifully from the Mishnah took us through word number 15 of this step, which is on side number two. So we're going to start with number 16. Okay. Uh, all right. And let's begin by putting the vowels underneath the next couple words. All right, starting with word number 16. Here we go. Underneath the mem is a straight line patach. Underneath the ches is a shva stoplight, like a colon. Resh. Then on top of the vav is a dat cholom. Zion. On top of the next vav is also a dat cholom. Sof. <coughs> number 17. To the upper right of the shin is a dat. Underneath the shin is a tripod segel, lamed. <coughs> number 18 is dalid little t komats, gimel dat chirik, yud, final mem. Okay. All right, number 19 is vov straight line patach. Ches straight line patach, dot inside the tof, underneath the tof is a dot chirik, then yud chof, on top of the vov is a dot cholom, sof. Number 20, to the upper right of the shin is a dot, underneath the shin is a tripod segel, lamit. 21, there's a dot inside the base. Underneath the base is a little t-komatz. To the upper left of the sin is a dot. And underneath the sin is a little t-komatz. Resh. Okay, let's do a couple more. Um, number 22 is a vov shwa stoplight. Gimel dat chirik. Yud. Zion. Two dots next to each other, Tzere, Yud. Number 23 is Tzadi, Tripod Segel. Mem, Tripod Segel, Resh. 24, Hey, Straight Line Patach, Lamed Shvo Stoplight, Kuf, to the left of the Vov is a dot Shuruk, Underneath the ches is a dat chirik, yud, final nun. And number 25, we'll stop with this one, number 25. Under the first mem is a dat chirik. Under the second mem is a shwa stoplight. Underneath the dalit is a dat chirik, yud, nun, little t komats, sof, little t komats. Final nun. Okay, let's begin by reading those back from the sheet. <coughs> starting with number 16. 
Shimon? Okay. Makrosos. Yeah? Good. Uh, shell. Dagin. Bacha. Tikos. Okay, there's no doubt in the chop, so vachatichos. Um, sorry? Vachatichos. Vachatichos. Okay. Shell. Good. Vasar. Vagitze. That's a Zion. Vagize. 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 Samer. Kuchin. Good. Mim Dinasan. Okay, terrific. All right, very, very good. Okay, so what we want to do right now is uh, let's give a practice trial run now. And let's, uh, uh, if you didn't already do so, let's make sure the sheet is outside of the notebook and put it to the uh, left of the Gemara. Okay? And let's do it one word at a time, uh, just as, uh, to, to drag over the vowels of each word one at a time, like you're used to doing already. So you read the word on the sheet, and then you read it, its corresponding word in the Mishnah. So machrozos, machrozos, like that, one word at a time. And then when you want to do the self-check, you do it backwards. You read it from the Mishnah, cover up the words, and then uncover that word, and make sure that you pronounced it right, and then you're good to go. Okay, so let's give it a trial run. Let's practice it right now for a few minutes. Okay, let's uh, give it a try now. Let's try and, and, and put the sheets on the side. And let's look inside the mission itself. These are new words, a little difficult, so don't feel bad if you don't get it perfect yet. But just to get a feeling for it. Uh, okay, let's begin by reading those words. Um, starting with the fourth line of the Mishnah, the last word. Okay, uh, Elio. Okay, good. Halakuchin. Mimedinosan. Okay, very, very, very good. Mimedinosan. Good, good. Okay. Um, Ephraim, let's uh, do that again. Maha Rosos Shell Dogim Good, good. Very good, very, very good. Okay, let's have one more. Um, Yosef S. 
דוגים, וחתיכוס, Okay, very, very good. All right. Okay, good. All right, let's go back to the sheet now and let's put in the translation of these words. Here we go. <coughs> Starting with number 16. Machrozos, strings. Shell of Dogim. Fishes. Fish. 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 Good. Very good. Vachatichos. Now the vov is an add-on letter, so it means and. The real word is chatichos, which means cut pieces. Cut pieces. And cut pieces. And cut pieces. Vachatichos, not vachatichos. Vachatichos. Oh, because it's plural. Shell of, great, bosor, meat, very good. Shell of, bosor, meat, meat, M-E-A-T. Vigize, that's a hard one. Vigize means, well, the vav is there, so it means and. Gize means shearings of. Like when you give a sheep a haircut, it's called to shear the sheep. Shearings of Tzemer <coughs> Wool Halakuchin mm-hmm. What's a hey as an add-on letter? The The, the. Good Lekuchin Anybody recognize the root of that word? Go Lekach Lekach What does that take. mean? Something with take Good So Halakuchin means The ones that were taken very good. And the last one that we did is Mimedino Son. The first mem is an add on letter, so it means? From. From. Yeah. Good. From, and, and it has to do with giving. Well, I see where you got that from, but no. Medina. 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 What is Medina? Land. Medina really means in, in, in Mishnah language it means a province, like a country, a province. So and the nun at the end makes a T H E I R. So it's from their province. From, from their. their province. Okay, great. Okay, let's read it, uh, the Hebrew and the English together. Um David. <coughs> <coughs> And and cut pieces. Good. Shell of basar meat. Bagize and the shearings. Shearings of. Shearings of semir wool. How kuhin? The ones taken. The ones that were taken. The ones that were taken. Nim. From their province. From their province. Okay, very, very good. Wait, wait, province? Province. Province, province singular. Oh. Okay, good. All right. So now what we want to do is 
Uh, let's uh, try and, and put in the English words into the Mishnah for these couple words, all right? And uh, you remember the way that we do that? We, we put the sheet next to the Gemara, this time on the right side of the Mishnah. And we read the Hebrew from the Mishnah. And then you read the English from the sheet. And then you read the Hebrew-English together. So, machrozos, strings, machrozos, strings. Shell, of, shell, of. So you're trying to drag each word, one word at a time, back into the Mishnah. Okay, let's give it a trial run now. So let's put the sheets on the side. Uh, and let's look into the Mishnah. And we want to read the Hebrew and the English together. Um, okay. Um, Ted, let's begin. Machirazos. Strings. Strings, plural. Strings. Strings. Shell um, of. Fish. Fish. Vachatichos. These are hard words. And cut pieces. And cut pieces. Shell of Basar. Meat. Meat. And shearings of and shearings of Simar wool. wool good Halakuchin Halakuchin the ones that were taken. Good. Mi Medi Mi Medina son. From their province. From their province. Yeah, this particular set happens to be a little bit more difficult than the rest. Okay. Um all right. Um province, not singular. Yeah, from their province, exactly. Okay. Um Yosef Shin, let's give it a try. Yes, good. Let's translate each word too. Machrozot, strings, shell of the game fish, the pieces. And cut pieces. Pieces, shell of basar meat, begize, the shearings of tzemer wool, halekochin. Uh, the, the ones they were taking Mimedina uh, Son uh, from their province okay very very good okay um, okay Shmuley go ahead Lachrozas strings shell of Dagim fish, vachatichos, and cut pieces, shell of basar meat, vigize, and shearings of samer wool, halakuchin, 
the ones that were taken, Mimidi Nasan from their province. Okay, very, very so good. You get a lot good, of really. What's going on <laughs> okay. A lot of catching up. All right. Okay, good. All right. Now, uh, you know, um, I, I really don't like to overload you with a lot to practice over the over for the next time, but. Since we're so close to the end of the step, I would like to, with your permission, just to finish the, the, the last words, okay? Yeah. And, uh, and even perhaps to get a little bit into the comprehension. The, the truth of the matter is, depending on the step, sometimes the words are harder and sometimes the, the reading of the words are harder. Sometimes the translation is hard, sometimes the comprehension. The comprehension on this particular step is the easiest of all three steps. The words is going to be the hardest one this time, okay? So uh, let's try and finish the, the words at least so that we have the whole step down. All right? So starting with word number 26. So we want to start putting the vowels under these words. Here we go. Uh, underneath the vav is a straight line patach. Underneath the aleph is a straight line patach. Underneath the nun, dat, chirik. Yud. Underneath the tzadi is two dots next to each other, tzere. Yud. Okay. Uh, number 27. Dot inside the pay. Underneath the pay is a dot chirik. To the upper right of the shin is a dot. Underneath the shin is a shvo stoplight. Inside the tof is a dot. Underneath the, do- the tof is a little t komats. Final nun. I know what pishton is. Israel guy told me, give me pishton. And I look and I saw what it was. What is it? It's uh, that we put in Syria, these little things, uh, uh, little seeds, ground seeds. Okay, good, uh, good. What is it? Okay, we'll get to it in a moment, but that's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. It's a tough butter? Uh, yeah. Uh, underneath the tough is a little tea comets. Comets. Yes. Yeah. Number 28. To the left of the vov is a dot. Underneath the lamet is a schwa stoplight. To the upper right of the shin is a dot. On top of the vov is a dot cholom. Nun. On top of the next vov is a dot cholom. Sof. Sure. To the left of the vov is a dot shuruk. Underneath the lamed is a shwa stoplight. To the upper right of the shin is a dot. On top of the first vov is a dot cholom. Nun. On top of the second vov is a dot cholom. Sof. All right. Number 29, to the upper right of the shin is a dot. Underneath the shin is a tripod segel, lamed. Number 30, olive straight line patach, reish shva stoplight, gimel little t komats, mem little t komats, final nun. All right, 31, hey straight line patach, Resh, two dots next to each other, Tseire, Yud. Number 32, underneath the Aleph is two dots next to each other, Tseire, Lamed, and to the left of the Vav is a dot Shuruk. 33, to the upper right of the Shin is a dot, underneath the Shin is a tripod Segel, Lamed, and on top of the Vav is a dot Cholom. 34 is Dalet Dat Chirik, Vase, Shvostaplite, 
Reish, two dots next to each other, Tzere, Yud. Number 35 is really two words, but they go together. First one is Reish, straight line Patach, dot inside the base. Underneath the base is a dot Chirik, Yud. Next word is Mem, two dots next to each other, Tzere, Aleph, dot Chirik, Yud Reish. 34. Dalit dat chirik. Vase shwa stoplight. Reish, two dots next to each other. Tsei re yud. Okay. All right. Uh, okay, Max, let's read those words back, please. Starting number 26. That's a U, so it's Ul Shonos. Ul Shonos. Shell. Argaman. Array. Elo. Elu. Elu. Shalo. Ivre. Rabbi. Mayor. Okay, terrific, terrific. Okay. All right, let's. um. Let's practice just the reading of these words now. So let's put the sheet to the um, left of the Gemara. And let's do it one word at a time. Okay, so let's give this a trial run. Let's put the paper on the side. And let's begin. Um, with the sixth line of the Mishnah, three words from the end of the line. Ephraim. Vanitsei Pishton Ulashonos Shell Argomon Hare Elu Shelo Divre Rabbi Meir. Terrific, terrific. Okay. Um, Rafael, let's read that again, please. Vanitsei Pishton Pishton Ulashonos Shel Argaman Harei Elu Shelo Divrei Ravi Meir. Okay, super. Very, very good. Okay. All right. Now what we want to do is uh, let's put the translation into these final words. Okay, here we go. Starting with number 26. Va'anitse. The Vav is an add-on letter, so it means and. Anitse means bundles of. And bundles of. Pishton. That is uh, something reached with a flex. 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 Just flex. Okay, flex. Flex. F L A X. Flex. Flex. Halakuchi. I'm sorry. Ulashonos. And tongues. Lashon, tongue, right? Lashonos and tongues, plural. Or it could also be in languages. Yeah, here it means tongues. What? Tongues like in the tongue, mouth? Tongue in the mouth. Okay. And tongues, shell of argomon, purple dyed wool. Very good, very good. It's a hard word. Purple dyed wool. Hare, behold. 
Tahine was behold. That's Hebrew. Okay, both both could be used actually. Um, Elu. These are. Shalom. His. Divre, the words of Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir. Okay, um, okay. Let's read the, uh, from the sheet the Hebrew and the English together. Uh, Ted. Okay, terrific, terrific. Okay, all right, so let's just work on this final phase. Let's uh, put the sheet next to the Gemara, to the right side of the Mishnah, actually. And uh, let's work on Hebrew from the Mishnah, English from the sheet, and then Hebrew-English. So Hebrew-English, Hebrew-English, one word at a time. <coughs> okay, so let's uh, uh, give a run through these words. Um, we want to read the Hebrew and the English without the help of the sheets. Let's do that the best that we can. Uh, so let's put the sheets on the side. Okay. Um, David, let's begin. Pishton. Pishton flax. Or shonos. And shonos. And tongues. Shell of argamon, purple dyed wool. Kare, uh, behold, Elu, these. These are. These are Shalom, his. Dive, the words. Of oh, the words of. The words of Rebbe Meir. Rabbi Meir. Very, very, very good. Okay. Um, Okay, uh, Elio, let's read that again, please. And tongues, good. And tongues shall Argamon. Good. Behold. Behold. Yeah, that's our one. Rabbi Mir. Okay, very, very good. Okay, good. Okay, so now uh, that brings us to the end of, of this step. Okay, so um, <coughs> let's just wind it up today by 
since we did complete the step, so now what we want to try and do is get a, a cursory glimpse into the overall understanding of this step. We'll go into it more in detail after we master the words a little bit, but let's try if we can see, at least on surface level, what this step is coming to say, okay? And if you remember, the way we do that is we read through just the English, okay? And we put in these little punctuation marks because, again, since this is a translation from a, a different language called Hebrew, which has a different grammar structure altogether than English, but so it's good when you want to read the original text, you have to make sure you read it in the original. No way around that, okay? But when you want to comprehend, you have to comprehend in the language that you best understand, which is the English, and therefore we put in these little punctuations in order to ease you through the differences between the two languages so you can comprehend it better. Okay, now, here we go. So let's put these uh, punctuations in. These, uh, I'm sorry, we're starting with number 16, right? Number one. I, number one. Oh, oh, one second. No, 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 we didn't put any. I'm sorry, you're right. Um, okay, these finds are his, colon. He found, colon, fruits, three dots, dot, dot, dot. Wait, I'm sorry. Um, we're starting from the beginning of the step, and we're putting in these little punctuations. Oh, starting with, beginning. yeah, with word number one. I'm sorry, okay, it was my mistake. Okay. I said, let's do it again. These finds are his, colon. He found, colon, fruits, dot, 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 three dots. Scattered ones, three dots. Money, three dots. Scattered ones, three dots. Small bundles of wheat in a public place, three dots. And round cakes of pressed figs, three dots. Loaves of a baker, three dots. Strings of fish, three dots. And, three dots, cut pieces of meat, three dots, and shearings of wool, three dots, the ones that were taken from their province, three dots, and bundles of flax, three dots, and tongues of purple dyed wool, three dots, behold, exclamation point, these are his three dots. The words of Colin, Rabbi Mayer, three dots. What was the punctuation after um, me? Three dots. Okay, let's read through just the English. Let's begin. Um, Shimon. Should I say the punctuation? No, no, don't say the punctuation. Just read it through. These finds are his. He found fruits, scattered ones, money, scattered ones, bundles of wheat in a public place, and round cakes of pressed figs, loaves of a baker, strings of a fish, and... Strings of fish. Strings of fish, and cut pieces of meat and shearings of wool, the ones that were taken from their province, and bundles of flax, and tongues of purple dyed wool. Behold, these are his, the words of 
Rabbi Meir. Okay, terrific. All right, let's read it one more time. Uh, Rich? Peace finds our kids. He found fruits, scattered ones, money, scattered ones, small bundles of wheat in a public place, and round cakes of pressed eggs, rolls of a baker, strings of fish, and cut pieces of meat and sharings of wool. The ones that were taken from their province in bundles of flax and tongues of purple dried wool. Behold, these are his, the words of Brother Mayor. Okay, very, very good. Did we miss something? What do we miss? At, uh, the beginning. These are finding his. Yeah, we did that already. It's a separate step, actually. Ah. This is just uh, starting from step number two. He, oh. We're doing from Yes. Okay. All right. That's fine. Now, uh, just for a, a cursory run through of these words. Okay. Basically, 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 what are we looking at? A, list a bunch of what? Of exceptions. Well, a bunch of cases actually. And what's the common thread between all of them? Seem to be. He's allowed to keep them. You're allowed to keep them. So these are examples of things that you find that you're allowed to keep. Now remember that the Mishnah began by telling us sometimes when you find something, you have to announce it. Announce it. And sometimes you're allowed to keep it. This particular segment of the Mishnah seems to be giving examples of things that you would be allowed to keep. Okay? And uh, if you'll count them up all together, there's... Did you count them, Shuli, already? Okay, hurry up, because I'm going to say it in a second. There are... How many ca- examples are given? Eleven. Okay, minus one? Ten. ten. There's ten examples altogether. If you'll count them up, there's ten examples of things that you're allowed to keep, okay? The first one was what? Scattered fruits. fruits. The last one is? Purple dyed Tongues of purple dyed wool. Okay, those are the, the one through ten, okay, and everything in the middle. Okay? And the ruling by all of them is that you're allowed to keep them. And who is the author of this part of the Mishnah? The words of? Rabbi Meir. So this whole thing is being taught to us by Rabbi Meir. These ten examples and the ruling are being taught by Rabbi Meir. Divrei Rabbi Meir. Okay? Now, um, as you look closely through the cases as we go through, some of them are more readily understood than others. Like scattered fruits. I mean, sometimes you just say words and automatically in your mind you just picture it, scattered fruits, right? Or scattered money, that's pretty easy. <clears throat> but like was mentioned, something like tongues of purple dyed wool. So what, what does that mean, tongues of purple dyed wool? So uh, we're not into it so much, but you know, this is one of the main reasons why it's so good to be able to read a Rashi. Because Rashi, what Rashi does is, the same question you had, Rashi had, Okay? And there's a beautiful, beautiful Rashi on it. Eventually we'll get to the Rashis, but not yet. But Rashi explains what it means, tongues of purple dyed wool. Uh, 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 tongues of purple dyed wool, right? Now, uh, when we talk about, first of all, tongues of purple dyed wool. So one thing we know for sure is the wool was dyed purple. That's number one. But what does it mean, tongues of purple dyed wool? So Rashi explains that in those days, when they used to dye something, so they used to put like a vat, of boiling purple. 
and you used to take a fork and you used to dip the, the, the wool inside, okay? And then you would take it out. Now, if you want to make sure that the dye is even throughout the wool, and also when you put it through the boiling process, what happens is it clumps up. So what they used to do is when they took it out, they took a special comb and they would comb out the, the wool. That was in order to make sure that all the dye was evenly spread throughout the wool, okay? And that it didn't clump up, okay? So that was they used to. So when they were done, if you would look at that thing, it looked exactly like a... Tongue. Tongue. So they called it tongues of purple dyed wool because it looked like a tongue, right? That's just one example why it's called it's purple. It's not a measure. It's not an exact It's measure. not a measure. It's not a measure. It's just uh, a, 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 a description of something that was, uh, was done in those days, okay? Uh, now, uh, and one more clarification I just wanted to bring is flax. Now, we talk about flaxseed, okay, that's something healthy that we eat for breakfast, but actually, flax is not flaxseed, because flaxseed is the seed of flax. But flax itself is, if you go back in time a little bit, when you used to buy an esrig, now when you buy an esrig on sukkahs, they have styrofoam usually in the box that cushions it so it doesn't get smashed. But in the old days, I don't know if you ever remember this or you've seen it, they used to wrap it with this stringy-like stuff. Do you remember that? They used to take the esrig, you'd open the box, and it was wound around, it was inside this string stuff. That's flax. Flax actually grows from the ground, and you could do stuff with it, you can make clothing with it, you can make nets with it, and stuff like that, okay? So uh, when we talk about flax over here, we're talking about that, that plant, that flax plant, okay? And what happened is that somebody found bundles of flax, okay? So the ruling is that if you find bundles of flax, that's one of the things that you're allowed to keep, okay? And then the, the other things we'll go through more as we go through it. Now, I just want to leave off with one thing, because uh, it's always good to leave off on a little challenge, okay? Here's a little challenge for you. How many examples are there in the Mishnah altogether? Ten. ten. And what's, what's the common denominator between all ten? You're allowed to keep them, right? So, are these ten the only ten things that you're allowed to keep in the whole world out of <laughs> zillion, billion, trillion things? You can only keep these ten? No. No, it's stuff like this. So it's stuff like this. So we gave 10 examples. So the question is like this. Why 10? You know what? Give 12 examples. Or even better, give two. Or give one. Why 10? So you'll say that, you know, he wants to get us moving. That the, the, the author of the mission wants to get us moving. So he gives us 10 examples, right? So the very first Mishnah in the next chapter, not the one we're learning, says something and it gives two examples of the thing that it wants to say. And the first question of the Gemara on the Mishnah is, why are you saying two examples? One is good enough. How come you have to say two? Okay? So you see the Gemara was bothered by a Mishnah that gave one extra example. We could have learned it out from one. Here we have two, and we have ten. And guess what? The Gemara never, never asks even, why do we need ten examples over here? So there, it's bothered by two. Here there's ten, and we never even ask about it. Something to keep in mind as we're going through it, okay? Hopefully, after we get a little more savvy in this, we'll be able to see an answer to that question. Okay, but for next time, uh, let's make sure that we go through the words carefully. That means the step of pronouncing the words, and also the, basically, it's the step of pronouncing the words and translating the words, okay? The explanation we'll go into more next time, and hopefully the explanation sheet as well. Everyone should have a great week.